This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Let's go! And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, it's officially February, which means uh, Hamilton Arts Festival Toyota Kirikiriroa is just around the corner. Uh, it's with this in mind that I have some guests to give me the skinny on a festival favourite, uh, The Summer Shakespeare. Uh, I'm very pleased to welcome co-director of The Taming of the Shrew, Louise Blacksock, and a cast member producer slash general asset to the show, uh, Kelsey Curtis, uh, to That's the Ticket. Kia ora, team. Kia ora. What's that? It's not a competition, but I feel like Kelsey won that description. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like, Louise, you're just like directing just the show, and yeah. then Kelsey's like, I need nine jobs. <laughs> that is that is very me, though. I, I don't do things by half. <laughs> no, you don't, even though you are half the height of a normal person. Wow, <laughs> straight in there. All right, I'll it's take really it. good for radio because no one else can see you. Exactly. Right now. But, I'm um, just appreciating the short jokes are not made about me this time, <laughs> they're about Kelsey. Um, there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but hey, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Ooh. Galentine's Day. Hey, yes. Got some Wahine Toy energy in the studio here at Free FM, and uh, we're shaking it up. Shaking it up with some Shakespeare. Oh, <laughs> See what you did the there. Bishop of Bance is back. <laughs> Honestly, you're literally the only one who refers to that. It's the best title ever. Well, now that I've heard it, I'm going to use it all the time. I like, can't refer to you as anything other than the Bishop of Bance. I mean, I'll take Bishop of Banterbury over There should be more female Nancy, bishops. So. Just because I have a twin Oh, wait, are you Hannah? Oh, bro. <laughs> I bet she's never heard that one before. That was good. I appreciated that. But um, (laughs) back on topic. Get out. I'm going to roast you guys. You guys roasted me. Now the studio's just turning into a nice, like, bowl of roast coffee. I don't know. I'm just watching it like the tennis. (laughs) It's hectic. Um, No, but the taming of the shrew. I'm going to try and tame these shrews yeah. like hijacking my show with the jokes. Yep. But um, no pressure on that one. It's not like it's a classic or it's, anything. It's an interesting one for sure. Like there's a lot of baggage with it. <laughs> you know, how many how many shows call the lead female a shrew? <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit rough. Yeah. It is a bit rough. And <laughs> I feel like it's... I don't know if it's a gift or a curse that obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the film now. Uh, we have to. Cause do I you, love that film. Okay, I'm glad because I feel like as soon as you guys kind of announce that you're doing Taming of the Shrew, everyone's gonna be like, oh my gosh, ten things I had about you. Absolutely, it's by far I think the best teenage Shakespeare movie of that time period. She's the man. Oh, yeah, though. I was gonna say of the She's time the period. She's the man. Is a very close second for sure. Like I love that one as well. But it's, yeah, Tammy, the sh- um, 10 Things I Had About You is so funny. They get a lot of the attitude we're trying to get with Katerina where um, she's not a horrible person. She's just pushing back against other terrible people. This sounds like me as a host of a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it's good that 
the show is happening now. Mm-hmm. I can't recall if um, Taming of the Shrew has been a Summer Shakespeare in my lifetime. It has once okay. um, in 2009. Oh, So it's been a while since it was done, even though it's really popular. It just hasn't yeah. been done again for a while. I was in that one. Oh, so that oh this cool. is an incredible origin story. Please yeah. continue. I was Bianca. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and I got a kitten at the time and I named her Bianca. And she's still alive for this one. Wild. She's an elderly cat now, but okay. she's still there. <laughs> All right. So. Um, actually, I'm going to s- circle back, circle forward. I'm going to become a round and um, <laughs> ask about kind of a little summary of the show because I'm just assuming that everyone kind of knows the Taming of the Shrew, but, like, I feel like that's very basic of me to assume that mm. everyone's, like, a fan or has at least seen 10 things I hate about you. So brief, um, not super spoilery summary. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty popular one. It's a comedy. We'll make that real clear. It's basically about two sisters, and the youngest one is not allowed to get married until the elder one gets married, but the elder one is not a terrible person, but she's pushing back against every suitor. No one's had any luck until um, someone named Lucentio, who falls in love with the younger sister, decides to bring in a mate named Petruchio to win her over. Hijinks ensue. <laughs> okay, that seems legit. I mean, I feel like I can relate um, to uh, the shrew or cat. Can we yeah. call her cat? Yes. Can we yeah. call this fictional character I've never met cat? <laughs> um, I enjoy calling her cat. Yeah. I, we're mates. I, I feel like I can relate to that because, like, it's a lot of pressure on her part, mm-hmm. especially because it's like your younger sister's happiness is dependent on you doing something you potentially don't want to do. Yes. And Bianca, the younger sister, is beset with suitors, so because she's the modest example of a woman. All right. <laughs> we haven't played her like that. We've, <laughs> <laughs> we've taken a more modern angle, so she's a bit shallow and looks-based. She's just got her phone out all the time. See, that makes me <laughs> want to ask who is playing Bianca. <laughs> Bronwyn Laundry. Oh, yes, yep. yep. Lonely Hearts Assembly. Yes. yes, and she's fantastic. She's immensely funny in the role so and actually is your Katarina Lonely Hearts Assembly too yeah Claire yes. McDonald friend of the show yeah yes. had her on that's the ticket um yep no she's fantastic she's very very talented she's done enough Shakespeare in her time as well mm-hmm. yep. well yeah I'm like heck was she in the um <laughs> I think her first Shakespeare was back in 2012 where she played Helena no, Hermia. Oh, it was one of the two lovers in um, Midsummer Night's Dream. That's the first mm. um, summer Shakespeare I went to. That was a classic. It was the f- oh no, it was the first time I went to it at five a.m. <laughs> that's was, honestly that's the way to see it. Mm. I was like fifteen, sixteen, and I just remember all the fairies kind of like coming out of the trees and being like, "This is incredible." Yeah. <laughs> and then Benny was over on. Yes. And I was like, not as incredible. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, that's a little rose because Benny's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, and your co-director. Yes. The the fantastic guy. Loving working with him. It's actually the first chance we've had to direct together. We've done many shows together over the years, but directing together has been a first and it's been fabulous. And um, to... S- just to um, cover the key things, other than that The Taming of the Shrew is a comedy and that you should go and see it, uh, it's running as part of Hamilton Arts Festival and season dates are, you're opening on the 26th of February and running to the 5th of March and you're mm-hmm. in the Medici Court. Yes. Yep. Oh, look at it go. Yep. <laughs> and um, two afternoon performances um, and one dawn performance. Mm. Yeah, which is always fun. Starts at 4am. <laughs> 
Everyone should go to one at least once in their I life. I mean, I've done my time. I did Midsummer Night's Dream and The Tempest. Nice. Those were the two dawns I've done. Cool. And then now I'm like, I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got a toddler <laughs> now. I wouldn't wake him early for all the money in the world. So, yeah, <laughs> I get it. But uh, one thing I do want to highlight is that uh, it's free to attend. Well, yes. donations. Koha, you, yes. Koha, you will be accepting uh, Koha uh, at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Passing the hat, quite literally. Yes, yes, we do. We go around with buckets and hats and make pleading eyes at everybody to give a little something. Do you but, have a pay wave yeah. hat? We are planning to do... Um, off uh, I was saying yeah. that was a gag. No, <laughs> no. We we understand now. Not everyone has cash on them. So ideally, people will bring some cash along. But for anyone that forgets, we do have, we're planning to have a QR code or some form of electronic payment. Okay. So It has to be in hat form now because I've seen it on that. Maybe the QR code could be in a, the shape of a hat. Yeah. yeah we yeah. can make things happen. Just one thing to point out as well. The end of the show, it's two hours long, not one hour that has been previously advertised. Right. Um, Shakespeare is not one hour, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, uh, obviously I didn't do my reading, but I would never (laughs) assume that. Yeah, no, it's it's two hours. No, there was a misprint (laughs) in the the, um, program. So, okay. We were like, we'd better correct that so no one comes out thinking, oh, yes. No, they just leave at the interval. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that can happen. There is an interview interval and we don't want people wandering off and missing the end. You wander end. off and you're just like, what if the story doesn't seem very finished? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone seems angry. <laughs> um, nice one, producer Kelsey. And actually, another question that either of you will probably be able to answer, but in terms of like age rating, is there one? Not really. Mm-hmm. No. Because in Shakespeare, there's always a few adult jokes but kids have come to these plays in the past and it whizzes over their heads yeah so there's certainly nothing in it that would be inappropriate for children to see Mm. so yeah everyone's welcome good to know yeah i don't know if anybody will be waking up their kids for the dawn performance though (laughs) what if their kids are already awake yeah then bring them along bring them along they might even go back to sleep afterwards or drawing (laughs) wow thanks hannah hey um (laughs) So, actually, obviously, Louise, you're co-directing with Benny. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, you're, like, producing, being a general asset to the show. But, like, what role are you playing? Um, so, I get to play the tailor who creates, obviously, a magnificent dress um, for Katerina. Uh, doesn't go to plan, but it's not the tailor's fault. It's that, very funny. Is it actually not the tailor's fault? Or it is Kelsey just saying no, that? It's no, it's entirely no. another character's fault. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is quite fitting because I feel like you've been actually helping out with the costumes for the show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Man. yeah. All around General Taylor. Um, obviously, yeah. You've tailored everything, you know? Tried to, yeah. Drawn <laughs> from other people's wardrobes, my own. Nice. Uh, one of my wedding outfits is going to be uh, worn in the show. By so someone like, else? Yeah. Okay. Not my dress. The yeah. bridesmaids. <laughs> okay. Bridesmaids, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, I mean, I've yeah done my fair share of Summer Shakespeare's. I've loved Benny forever. So finally being able to actually do a show and help out. <clears throat> um, and when he approached me about producing, I was like, absolutely, because it's the one thing I think I haven't done backstage. 
Really? I've, yeah, because I did. Such a talent for it. Do it more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done like props. Um, I did props for Spring Awakening when Black Box did it. Yeah. Um, I've obviously done uh, costumes. I think I did with. Uh, well, I did some of that during Spring Awakening and Picture of Dorian Gray and stuff I've like that. I've seen you so. on cruise a couple times. Oh yeah, I've definitely. also seen you do front of house at the Meteor Theatre like constantly. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Last year was when I finally stepped foot back into what I call my second home mm. um, and I'm doing it again this year I just think it's a fantastic way to see theatre that maybe us more skint people can't afford <laughs> to see um, shows and it's always good to see uh, what's going on at the Meteor as well mm. putting, your, putting your hand up because there's always incredible things that come through um, one of the cool things about helping out there is sometimes you'll see something that you might not have necessarily been inclined to get a ticket for and you go, oh, wow, that was really, really awesome. Well, I feel yeah. like the, the outside the box. The Hamilton Arts Festival has that energy too. Yeah, a thousand percent, Because yeah. they have the festival hub running throughout mm. the entire festival. So you can just rock up. There's live music, bars, kai, yeah. festival programs anywhere. So I feel like you could literally just rock up on a night, grab a program and be like, oh, I might just go over here and go see this. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's and, like, what's happening? It's yeah. all good, so... Be surprised by something. Yeah, mm. but do plan your trip um, to see the Taming of the Shrew. Let's yes. not leave it to chance. Just chuck it in the calendar. Get your mates together. Um, yep. You won't regret it, I'm sure. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's what's been amazing me at rehearsals is the energy that everyone brings to it and the way they play everything, that even regular lines that we didn't really think is particularly funny suddenly become hilarious because of what they're doing. It's been amazing to watch. Well, we're going to touch on uh, more of that, but I've, I'm going to chuck a song on because, you know, with today being Valentine's Day, oh. there's great opportunity for me to... Th I like to theme the music of the show to either the, the subject matter of the events that the people I'm talking to are involved in or something else. And because today's Valentine's Day, I'm like, I can do both. Taming of the Shrew is like... Yeah rom-com energy absolutely today is rom-com energy and so I'm, I'm gonna kick things off with a song that you're probably sick of hearing uh it's not i want you to want me it's um <laughs> can't take my eyes off off you yeah oh, i love that little uh deep cut for um those of you out there who have uh seen 10 things i hate about you Just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you You'd be like heaven to touch I wanna hold you so much At long last love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you Take 
Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Frankie Valli, uh, which you may know from uh, the film 10 Things I Hate About You, which is based on The Taming of the Shrew, which is being put on as the summer Shakespeare uh, for this year's Hamilton Arts Festival by these Muppets. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't like Muppets. I thought I'd give it a go and I didn't like it. <laughs> I do like the Muppets, though. So, you know, it's not You all have bad. that energy. No. <laughs> I absolutely do. Well, it's like you, you have a small human in your house. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like having a Muppet. It's, it's distressing but so cute. Uh, that's distressing but so cute. That's a good good way to describe yeah. many a situation, not just small humans. Mm. But uh, back to the taming of the shrew. So, uh, Louise, before we break for that song, you were saying that, you know, the show is, has, is very funny and working mm-hmm. with your cast has been very fun. It has. And so... How long have you guys been on the tools, like rehearsing? Um, not that long. We go out, gave out the scripts for Christmas, and we started after the Christmas break. That is not, so not long, long, sis. No, no. Usually you get more time, but yeah, we it was quite last minute the whole okay whole booking. But it's been good. Everyone's really put the effort in that you would get from a longer yeah a longer rehearsal period and. You'd never know that it was short because they, they're so good. Now yeah. everyone's going to know. Yeah, yeah, true. Don't but do it. Amazing. They're going to know. <laughs> There's a TikTok reference. How are they going to know? <laughs> oh, but um, and it's a local cast, mm-hmm. a lovely yep. local cast. Fabulous. Not that you're not lovely if you're not local, but um, a lot of familiar faces in there. Yes, A lot definitely. of people who have done... Um, you know, a summer Shakespeare before. Yep. And as we've talked <coughs> about, both both of you guys have done your time. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on the spot, but do you guys know the number of summer Shakespeare's you've done? For me, um, two. Really? Only two. Gasp. This is my fourth. Yeah. Gasp. Yeah. I well, I spent a few years out. I was living in Auckland for a few years before I came back here. So, That'll you know, there's like it. a big gap where I didn't get a chance to do any summer Shakespeare and... I missed it. <laughs> well, I mean, welcome back, mate. Yeah, it's good to be back. And good to be bringing The Taming of the Shrew back. I can't believe this is only the second time it's been done. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't get picked up again for so long because it is really popular. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. really enjoy it because the whole the bants between Petruchio and Katerina, there's mm. a fantastic scene where they're just flinging zingers at each other and it's amazing. The energy is so good. So, yeah. It's hard dealing with Shakespeare though because obviously when people think of Shakespeare you think of his epics like Romeo Juliet Macbeth and you want to put on these grand shows but sometimes the beauty comes from putting on not lesser known but less 
portrayed. I don't know what the word is there. I find the summer <clears throat> Shakespeare better suited to the comedies as mm. well because it's kind of a light, sunny atmosphere and the, I don't know, the vibe's just a bit nicer for stories that end in weddings and happiness and all yeah. that sort of cheesy... That's the thing, right? All <laughs> the comedies that end with a wedding yeah. in yeah. Shakespeare and then the tragedies, tragedies, people die. Yeah, yeah that was actually then, the rule back then, I believe. If it didn't end in a wedding, it wasn't officially a comedy. Then so. what is it? A history? Which <laughs> <laughs> is a tragedy. That's the three categories, right? So patriarchal. Okay. <laughs> if you're not in a wedding, you're over. <laughs> Marco Lehan, if you're listening to this, we're so sorry for getting it wrong. <laughs> I'll get an angry phone call yeah. in a second. Just trying to remember, but yeah. They have to end on a high note with something cute like a marriage. Yeah. And yeah. actually, if you guys are keen to do your research, obviously we've talked about the film adaptation, but because uh, it's Shakespeare, it's fairly easy to find it and read the play. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Ahead of time. Heck, you could bring it along and read along. Absolutely. <laughs> bring a copy with you. I'll yep. start reading the lines aloud. Do it. <laughs> we'll bring you up on stage. I'm classically trained. Um, <laughs> but, like, okay... So, Kelsey, you've done four Shakespeare's. I think so. Have all of them been different, or have you had you have yeah. have you had double ups? Um, no, like they've all Louise been... has had double ups. <laughs> yeah, I'm only on my third one now, and it's already doubling up. <laughs> no, so I did Pericles, Prince of Tyre, with Slip of the Tongue and Pip Lewis a couple mm. of years ago. Uh, then I did Romeo Juliet and Viola with Ross McLeod and Benny Marama back then. I'm pretty sure they co-directed. Yeah. Um, okay, so no, I can't count. This is number three. This <laughs> is number is, three. Yeah, Taming yeah. of the True. Okay. Mm. Same as me then. Yeah. <laughs> and again, putting you guys on the spot, but do you guys have a favourite Shakespeare play? Oh. It doesn't have to Titus be Titus Andronicus. Because yeah. it is she the was really glorious, bloodiest, most disgusting thing, and I love it. I saw it at the Globe, and... It blew my mind. Like the actual globe? Yeah, the, the actual oh, the globe. I saw globe. it at the pop-up globe. Oh, no, not the pop-up globe. <laughs> the globe globe. I, I <laughs> saw Slip of the Tongues with Alec Forbes. I saw and that too. That, that was quite... excellent. Not only did I go, because Titus Andronicus is incredible, but Alec Forbes is literally my hero. So, He's like, very cool. seeing him on stage. Because, I mean, the man's is always in a lighting box. Yeah. yeah. It's and so often, eh? don't get Incredible. And so the fact that I got to see him not only on stage, but as something as incredible as Titus was just, like, full circle moment for me. I yeah, saw it was him so in good. The Tempest at 5 a.m. one oh, year in the nice. festival. It was mythical. Yeah. I mean, I was potentially half asleep, but, like, I was like, is <laughs> this a dream? Yeah. Is this just fantasy? Oh, I was in a show with him once and it was a good time. He was very cool. I had a scene with him and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> jelly. You need yeah. to get him in this one. Yeah, well, we you would love to. You can call him in last minute because he's probably got the whole thing memorised because he's a Shakespeare <laughs> But, um, Kelsey, probably. Yeah. you didn't answer my question about favourite Shakespeare play. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. It's I mean, okay if you don't know. <laughs> The first one I ever read was Midsummer Night's Dream, and I think that's what kind of started my love of Shakespeare. So kind of where it all began, Mm. Midsummer Night's Dream. And the cool thing about Midsummer is there's so many ways to interpret it. So um, Benny and yeah, Benny and Anthony put on a very uh, Maori Pacifica interpretation a couple of years ago. Um, There is a one person Midsummer Night's Dream wow. running in Auckland. That's amazing. Well, I, I'm, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure if it's a one person. Chaotic but cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would if be it's super real. chaotic. Yeah. Um, I can just imagine the Pyramus and Thisbe moments. He's just twirling constantly. <laughs> from roll to roll. While being the wall in between them. 
Um, I just want a uh, correction corner. Mm-hmm. I said that I saw Titus Andronicus at uh, the Pop Up Club, and that was a lie. <laughs> Twas Othello. <laughs> Completely different. No, I just remember it being very dramatic. Yeah, mm-hmm. Othello is very dramatic. So and it's just a bit less. Gore. There was some gore, which is probably why, because I'm like, remember that time there was fake blood and I was standing right yeah. there and it kind of went on my raincoat. <laughs> um, that's pretty. That's a pretty good amount of gore. But uh, shout out to friend of the show and um, one of my greatest loves, Missy Mooney, for uh, <laughs> sitting in that uh, correction. She's like wrong. <laughs> no, she was like, um, we didn't see that. <laughs> no, it's it's important because like if you're gonna do radio, you got to say it correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Um, okay, I feel like we've we've gone like jump to the left. <laughs> Way skewed. It's all good. It's, it's about having chat. It's still Shakespeare related. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, tell me the shrew. I know previous summer Shakespeare's have kind of had like a theme or like a setting in regards to like costume or the like. It's mm-hmm. been set in a specific time. Yep. Period. Are you guys doing that? Um, mostly. We're going for a reasonably modern because we've got a few characters with cell phones and things like that. Mm. But it's not exactly placeable. So the phones we use are like mid-2000s flip okay. phones and things like that. So it's relatively modern when you think about Shakespeare being so long ago. So it's definitely this century, but in a not quite placeable way. Like vague enough so that it's like, chill and yeah. you don't have to fact check as hard yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely or dig through yeah. Maria Easton's like <laughs> extensive <laughs> castle of costumes <laughs> castle of costumes yeah so no, it's modern with a twist yeah. I vibe modern with a twist because it just makes not that this Shakespeare isn't already super accessible in the sense that it's free it's at the Medici court it's part of the festival like mm. it's all very chill uh, but you know giving that modern twist makes it it's weird because you use the same script, but as soon as you see it kind of in this modern setting, yeah, you're able to discern what's going on, even if you find the language tricky. Even though I'm a firm believer that everyone has capacity for Shakespeare, mm-hmm. I yeah. totally agree. And especially when it's well performed, you even if you don't get the meaning of the words exactly, you get the meaning by the facial expressions and by the actions. That all plays a huge part. You can you can absolutely get the gist of it. You know, I remember seeing them as a kid and being like, I have no idea what they're talking about, but I totally see what's happening. It's like every <laughs> time I sit down to watch a Shakespeare, like the first two minutes, I'm just sitting there being like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it, it's just like it just takes a minute for like your brain to switch into like mode. And then by the time mm-hmm. you get 20 minutes in, you're like, oh, I know exactly what's happening, you know? Yeah. It's like when you sit down to start watching Dairy Girls, you know, you don't always know what they're talking <laughs> about legit, for two minutes, I, and then you settle into the accents. I'm currently watching Dairy Girls. <gasps> I love I'm it. so late to the party. Uh, Missy and I have oh, been watching it. It's perfect because you, you still have surprises ahead. It's such a joy to watch. We've got two episodes left of the whole thing. <gasps> oh, I'm going to be so sad when Take it's it done. Take it slow. <laughs> well, that's the thing the other night. I was like, oh, do you want to watch the Dairy Girls? And she's like, how many have we got left? And I'm like, two. And she's like, well, we can. And I'm like, no, nah, let's, let's leave it. Yeah. 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 You have um, to be in the right mood, especially to farewell a show. Yeah. I know I put off the last episode of some, some favourite shows. Yes. Put it off till I've got a moment to really appreciate it. That's going to be like us with final performance of taming of the show. We're like, <laughs> yeah. can you just push it, team? Just push it. We've already pushed it to dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how late or yeah. early? <laughs> Which doesn't need to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Going back to the Shakespeare, though, like I have to give a shout out to my husband Rob because he really doesn't get Shakespeare. 
Like, it's not his thing. But I've had to drag him to so many different (laughs) different Shakespeare shows. And at the end, he's like, I have no idea what happened, but, like, this person was good. Every time (laughs) I see Rob at the theatre or a theatrical event, he always just seems stoked to be there. And maybe it's, it's like, especially if you're on stage, you're just like, oh, I'm just here to watch Kelsey. And I'm just like... <laughs> That's so cute, though. It's so supportive. I know. It's not... But, I've, you know, I've never seen him look bored. Which, he's been to some interesting shows. So I've yeah. got to gotta give you a little shout-out there, Rob. Love that on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Um, <laughs> now, I have to follow that, so I'm going to break for another song. Um no, I'm actually going to break for a very important segment on the show. Uh, Kelsey will be aware of this. Louise, this is probably your first time, but it's Rick's pick time, baby. Excellent. So background on this. I have an Uncle Rick. Uh, he's a great uncle. Really lovely dude. And um, he's a big listener of music, listens to a lot of radio, has listened to every episode of That's the Ticket. And when he found out that I was starting the show here on Free FM, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a list, and every week you can pick a song from the list and we'll have Rick's pick. I like it. That's and very I, cool. And it's a, a huge list, <laughs> and every week I play a different Rick's pick, although I'm breaking the rules this week, Uncle Rick. I'm doing a repeat. <gasps> and the reason behind this repeat, Uncle Rick, um, and I'm speaking to you alone right now, <laughs> is A, it's on theme with Valentine's Day. B, I actually really love the song... See, I knew you'd be okay with it. Um, <laughs> no, frantic, angry texts coming in. How dare you? <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's a G. And it's, I feel like it's been enough time since I played this song, the first time on That's the Ticket, that I can play it. It's a song called Silly Love Songs Aww. by Wings. And I just I feel like it's, you know, it's fitting on Valentine's Day. That's a good Day. song. Yeah. But um, this one's for you, Uncle Rick. Love you, mate. Here I go again. 
doesn't come at all This week's Rick's Pick, uh, lovely track, um, Silly Love Songs is the name. That was actually the 2014 remaster of uh, the Wing song, Silly Love Songs. Thanks for a great pick this, Rick. Uh, this week, Uncle Rick. A little bit stuttery there, but we, we live, we laugh, we learn. Got the gist. Got the gist. <laughs> um, and speaking of getting the gist, I feel like I've had a jolly good time getting the gist of um, 
the Taming of the Shrew that's opening quite soon mm-hmm. at Hamilton Hamilton Arts Festival. Yep, 26th of February. 26th of Feb. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm so used to saying book your tickets, but you don't need to book no, a ticket. No, you just show you up. You just show up. Show up. Maybe you can bring a cushion if you like, because, you know, they've got the inbuilt seating at oh, the Medici yep. Court, but you never know. A cushion can, can Work help. wonders. <laughs> Yeah, normally we encourage people to bring like a blankie because we're usually out on a field or on the grass, but this time we've got seats, so. That's pretty wild. Yeah, really excited. We do have a wet weather venue as well for those who may be scared of the uh, weather that's going on. Um, (laughs) What is your wet weather venue? Gosh. We know we have one. We, we, just, we do. Oh, it hasn't been announced yet? No, but we That's will have right. one. Yeah. There is an alternative. Watch the space if it's raining. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, yeah. we're it's all... forecast to be nice. Yeah, let's not jinx it. We can't talk about it too much. All my fingers are crossed and everyone mm. is just hitting the walls <laughs> in the studio Touch right wood. now. Touch wood. Um, but yeah, the, the show must and will go on rain or shine, mm. rest assured. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, so, yeah, get along. And if you're listening and you're like, I need more, I want to know more, um, I will be putting up links to um, this event and other stuff we've talked about with the podcast of this episode. So if you haven't liked the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page... What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Man, that was... You're my favourite today, Kelsey. Um, yeah, give that a everything. Che- yeah, give that a cheeky like. Um, Kelsey, is there anything else you want to advertise real quick? Um, Melanie Ellison has auditions coming up for her new show, Love Cats. Oh my gosh, um, she actually is. I said that as a gag, but you're delivering. Continue. No, I do, I do. Um, and also, I'm just, I'm really passionate about Melanie and the theatre that she's um, creating. She uh, put on Nowhere Baby mm. a couple of months ago at the Amazing Meteor. show. It was a vibe. Yeah, mm. incredible. Um, and she also actually has a writer's workshop, which is just announced um, for both new and more... What's the word? Established? Um, established, there we go. Established writers um, with a focus on LGBTQIA plus um, community in Kirikirirua. So if you, you've ever been interested in writing but don't know where to go, look up Melanie Allison on Facebook. Okay, awesome. Do a cheeky audition. It'd be great. All right, I'm definitely going to plug that. That's cool. So are you involved or do you you just in the know? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I've done a couple of things with Melanie before and just the theatre that she's creating and... The space that um, her plays and stuff have created mm. have yeah been really really amazing. Like nowhere, baby, it was great. Yeah, I, th- this just makes me think, Melanie, we're due for another catch up. Ab- I'd think I so. get her on that's the get ticket, her in here. and then she's always just like, oh, by the way, I've got this thing where <laughs> show's been picked up for development by ATC or whatever, and I'm yeah. just like. Bro, you should have led with that. Just <laughs> casually shortlisted for some script writing awards, you know. No biggie. Just no biggie. What are you guys doing? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I got a cheeky little show. Yeah, yeah. Just a cheeky little show in a yeah. with a reasonably short but effective rehearsal period. By the sounds of yes. it, yes. Keep it short. So, and like, sweet. how often are you guys rehearsing? Three times a week. Oof. Keeping it busy. Keeping Crapping it the busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, I'm sure you cast love you for that. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, totally. Have They've actually even been practicing work. at home in their own time, which I love because so many people don't. I feel it's like fantastic. that's a myth where people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, I'll they look over it at have. home and then they, the script but just goes in the bag. But we see noticeable improvements every time in terms of line, le- line learning. It's just yeah. amazing. And nice. I'm like, look, you're doing the work. I love this. We even had they a cheeky so incredible. Facebook chat 
um, audio call last night with the cast to run over some lines. Oh, we had nice. to cancel rehearsal, of course, because oh, the cyclone. Don't want people driving and risking their lives just to come to rehearsal. So we we canned it and we had some voice chat <laughs> practice instead. Yeah. I feel like cool. that is either the best or the worst time. Oh, yeah. sounds like you guys had the best time. <laughs> it was good. Did it's, anyone lose like internet halfway through? <laughs> with the no, because not everyone was there. Like some people couldn't yeah, get yeah, into yeah. it, so it was just people who felt like they wanted to jump in and run some stuff. How big so. is the cast actually? Ooh, on 12, the twelve, thirteen, yeah, yeah. thirteen, something like that. Thirteen first to leave the table. Ooh. Oh, oh, you I had to get a Harry Potter <laughs> something in there, didn't you, Hannah? That was a little Easter egg for um, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot that it was you <laughs> sitting in yeah. front of me. Then there's me and Benny as well, so it brings it to like more. So I think okay. we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good to sit at one table. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. Yeah. Um, okay, groovy. Well, um, to your cast and crew and everyone who are listening, uh, keep up the good work, team. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they're and amazing. Now that I've had the grace to say that, I'm going to ask you about um, stuff outside of this <laughs> the show. Um, so, Kelsey, you mentioned that Melanie's got stuff coming up. Yeah. Do you have stuff coming up uh, that you can talk about? I don't, actually. Okay. I went on a weird, like, two-year hiatus of doing mm. anything, which is great because you, you know, you really start to think about why you do the things you love because sometimes they start to become a chore or a job. Um, but, no, taking on a nice little break and being able to see a lot of things like Wish I Was Here, James Smith, um, Nowhere Baby, all sorts of fantastic things that have been been going on. It's nice to just kind of be in a creative space again. Mm. Vibe that for you. Yeah. We'll get you back. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, maybe. There's another Fringe Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're already, you've got one foot in the door, you're producing a Shakespeare. Exactly. She's almost back in, guys. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No, but I mean... Fair point, you did your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel Sometimes like it's nice to step back as well and yeah. just watch what other people are producing, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Sometimes when you're rehearsing all the time, you just don't get the opportunity to see other people's stuff, which mm. is such a loss. Which because is it's great. so Kelsey, because like you were in <laughs> everything, then you did your own show yep. for Fringe, and I'm just like, how does she do it? <laughs> High energy. Uh, lots of Red Bull. <laughs> Honestly. You have but, a Red Bull vibe. Yeah. But no, it's it's been fantastic seeing um, the theatre community grow anyway with projects like Boil Up, Out of the Meteor mm. and having mm. new creatives coming through. It's not just Connor Maxwell, <laughs> you know. Had to get a little Connor, Connor reference in there. You right? do, you do. You said to, you said to stomp on him. You do. You can't <laughs> talk about theatre in Hamilton without talking about people like Connor Maxwell. You yeah, know? he's iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the Connor Maxwell experience, if you will. There it is. Got to get the full flag. Uh, Louise, anything on the books that you can talk about, even if it is a secret? I love it when people <laughs> share their secrets. On oh, that's the ticket. Um, a couple really of things on the go. So I've got um, a play I want to stage this year called Amelia, but I'm still waiting for them. I've just got to make sure I can get the rights to it because, of course, you have to reply to rights. And if that doesn't work out, then I've got a couple of backup ideas. And I'm writing a play at the moment, hopefully <gasps> wanting to get back into staging my own stuff because it's nice. been a while. While I was living in Auckland, I didn't do any because by the time you finish a full working day, driving across town for an hour for a rehearsal it's is... It's midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... eat, Especially because I was a teacher, so it just eats your kind, your your whole life. So now I'm kind of getting back into it and being like, oh, that's right, writing is fun. So... 
I mean, hopefully that'll pop up before long. It <laughs> sounds fun for you to do. <laughs> when it pops up, you're welcome back. Oh, I'd love to come back. Kelsey, <laughs> you just welcome back whenever. Oh, <laughs> you, got, thanks, Hannah. you got good bands. I'll just get Kelsey in to plug my stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, girl, because I'm terrible at praising my own work. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. You come see it. It's okay. <laughs> it's such a, like, artist thing to do, though. Yeah. Just, yeah. I like, know, but you put all things. this work in for the audience, so yeah. you need to make sure there is an audience there. Yeah. <laughs> but when you've written your own stuff, you're just like, come and see it, it's the best thing ever. You're just like, I can't say that about my no, own stuff. I feel like a total liar. I say that's that about weird. that's the ticket constantly. Because <laughs> then you get us to praise it. It's all good. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Exciting things. Uh, now I'm going to talk about some other exciting things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Upcoming events in uh, Kiri Kiri Roa. And uh, in no particular order, the Taming of the Shrew yeah. is um, hitting Hamilton Arts Festival, uh, 26th of February to the 5th of March in the Medici Court at uh, Hamilton Gardens. So it's 2pm on the 26th and 5th of March, and then there's also a bonus 5am <gasps> on the 5th of March. Yeah. Don't know why I said bonus. It's planned. It um, is. Yeah, it is. And, uh, it is a tradition. It's a tradition. An amazing one. Yeah. It's incredible to be... Blah, 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 blah. It's incredible to be a part of, you know, Shakespeare in the morning and the amount of people that come out to a dawn show. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. So many people arrive and they're like, oh, I thought this would be really quiet. It's yeah. Like, nah, it's huge. Yeah. It's I've, you start queuing at 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and people just sometimes... Some people don't sleep before. They just have a big night out and then they come along. Yeah. Um, and some people just wake up early. And I remember one year we had people who brought sleeping bags but they must have stayed up all night because they fell asleep and we had to leave them. Because oh. <laughs> each scene we moved further down the hill. Oh. And so we left them about three scenes from the end, just slightly further up. <laughs> we tried to be loud and wake you them, but they were very up, tired. Like, Come on, team. <laughs> um, and actually, on the note of Hamilton Arts Festival, Hamilton Arts Festival Toyota Kerikiriroa is... Uh, back as we know when? and it's uh, running throughout the city not just the gardens um 24th of february to the 5th of march and tickets are available now via event finder don't need tickets for the shakespeare but just some of the other up. stuff book in advance because we love that on that's the ticket absolutely and um elsewhere about town the meteor have a uh, tribute <laughs> to italian music with uh, uh, ensemble san Genito grand tour album presentation on Thursday, this Thursday, the 16th of February. More info on tickets are at themeteor.co.nz. Then over at Clarence Street Theatre, the Royal New Zealand Air Force Band are on tour with a show at Clarence Street on Thursday, the 23rd of February. Info on tickets at clarencestreettheatre.co.nz. And uh, last but not least, The Generation, a.k.a. a band that my brother Matthew Mooney is in, Ooh. are playing at Biddy Mulligan's this weekend on Saturday the 18th of February from 8.30pm. Entry is $10 on the door. Highly recommend the band. Um, have played uh, one of their singles that they released last year. Sorry, Matt. Last year, maybe the year before. I can't remember. Um, it was quite good. I've played them on That's the Ticket and... Uh, he said in the family chat that the gig was happening and then tagged me and I'm like, <laughs> come on, free, free promo. I'm like, okay, I will plug your gig. But no, seriously, I've seen them play, I think they played at the Meteor in a Fringe Festival. Wow. Cool. Yeah, and every time I go to a Generation gig, it's a vibe. Yeah, And my awesome. parents always go and say it's a vibe. I mean, he's a Mooney. Of course it's a vibe. They're all vibes. <laughs> come on. Are we though? Yes. <laughs> Mama Mooney. Jordan being in, like, New Zealand TV. Yeah. You and Missy. Wayne. 
<laughs> that's probably the only one you haven't met. Um, the oldest and coolest, Mooney. Oh, well, of the, my oldest brother. He's had more time to accumulate cool, so. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> and he's the chillest of us all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the poor man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why he's everyone's favourite. Um, <laughs> cold. Oh, today we've been showcasing all the favourites, you know. We've had Mama Mooney. Love Mama Mooney. Uncle Rick. Yeah. Um, Robbie. Uh, Missy. Hannah. Hannah, Louise, <laughs> any favourites you want to plug on Valentine's Day? Oh, shout out to my son. Ah, oh, he's not listening because he's two. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I hear is excuses. <laughs> yeah, I need to like just plant him in front of a radio and just say, listen, and he'll just be like, there's nothing to look at. Where's the Wiggles? Why aren't you playing the Wiggles? Just be like... Add it to Rick's list. <laughs> <laughs> the Wiggles? Yeah, he'll be like, I did not consent to this. <laughs> no, nah, Uncle Rick will be like, my favourite Wiggles track is Fruit Salad Yummy Yummy. Yeah, That's but pretty good. On. Speaking That's of the Wiggles, have we seen the new Wiggle? He's oh. kind of hot, man. He's a new dude Wiggle. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> new, the new Purple Wiggle, the new Jeff. He is damn fine. Oh, Lockie. Just saying. Lockie's been in the Wiggles for over 10 years, man. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's a new Wiggle. He used John. to be in like new Jeff. The, Justice, Wait, the Justice Crew. He used oh. to be in the Justice Crew as a DJ. Because okay, Kelsey's me. getting all this info from TikTok. Yeah. Oh, see, I just watch the same Wiggles series on repeat. It's the only one on Netflix, so yeah, I'm, like, out of it. Because I did see them live last year. Pleasure. Not to brag. <laughs> we are oh, where? In Hamilton? Yeah. That's Raja. Yeah, that, that was... <laughs> That was I marketed that gig because oh. it's at my place of work. Yeah, it was excellent. I didn't solid, go solid to the gig, gig. Um, but yeah, I arrived as people were leaving, and there were just a lot of children, a <laughs> lot of energy coming yep. out of that show. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty intense. <laughs> Captain Feathersword just walked right by us, and my son was just like, oh, "Christmas had come." If he knew what Christmas was. <laughs> Man, first gig at two. How wild. I know. I, I didn't have that sort of thing when I was two. Like, mm. I mean, I unfair. feel like I probably was at the theatre when I was two. You yeah, most definitely were. <laughs> Thanks, I remember Mum. going to a um, Snow White pantomime when I was like three and I was just like, dwarves are real. I was so excited. <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> well, it's fun. Come to Taming of the Shrew and it will all seem real. Yes, it's amazing. The cast are incredible. Come along. That's a good way to go out. Um, yeah. I'm, well, actually, I'm going to go out with one last uh, Valentine's-related track. It's a song by Taylor Swift. Um, of course. It's called Lover. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Valentine's. Um, I would like to dedicate it to um, my lovely partner, Jeremy Donahue. Aww. Adorable. Um, yeah. yeah. Let your Taylor Swift era continue, babe. <laughs> But uh, I've been Hannah Mooney. These two have been here from Taming of the Shrew. I'll be back next week. These guys will be on stage next week. Yeah. Oh, pretty sure. much. Yep. Um, but, uh, wow. yeah. Until then, uh, Matewa e tefano. the Christmas lights up till January This is our place We made the rules And there's a dazzling haze A mysterious way about you, dear Have 
Lover. 
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.